You are Locked On Bills, your daily Buffalo Bills podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Bills Mafia? It's Joe Marino from the Draft Network, and I'm your host of Locked On Bills. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. Happy Friday to you. We're talking defensive tackles today. We did defensive ends yesterday in our performance review series and we got to finish up this defensive line group today. A, A group that didn't meet expectations, right? The Bills had the most cap space in the NFL dedicated to defensive linemen, 51 million dollars and they did not get the type of production they hoped for from the unit for the amount they spent on it and it's an interesting conversation today because there's a lot of players that are cut candidates and there's some players that I think can make a difference next year whether that's them being available in the case of Star Latulale, who we'll get to, or Ed Oliver taking a step forward. So let's do that. Let's talk about this personnel and tie a ribbon on the defensive line as we enter the weekend. So Ed Oliver is first up, 2019 first-round pick, number nine overall, 23 years old. He turns 24 in December. He's entering year three of a four-year $19.5 million deal. In 2020, he played in 16 games with 16 starts, was on the field for 53% of the team's defensive snaps, recorded three sacks, six tackles for loss, and 35 pressures. As far as his 2020 review, I would say that Ed Oliver did a good job of rushing the passer, but his run defense took a major hit. I wanted for Ed Oliver to be a better run defender this year. Now, A common talking point that I have delivered when it comes to Ed Oliver is I like to remind everybody that he played nose tackle in a three- and five-man front defense at Houston. And so when you watched him at Houston, you always thought to yourself, this is a guy that's going to be much better as a penetration-style three technique. And we've mentioned at length that defensive tackles typically – come along quite slowly in the NFL, and they don't make a major impact right away. So when you take that information combined with, all right, all of a sudden he's learning a new position and he's not going up against offensive linemen from the American Athletic Conference anymore, and he's got to beat NFL offensive linemen, that it would take a little time for him to reach his ceiling. Now, obviously, this year, not having Star Latulale impacted the unit as a whole, and I think it messed up the vision the Bills had for the rotation and the groupings that they wanted to play together. And I think that was to the detriment of Ed Oliver and his development. So when I talk about him in 2021, it's time for Ed Oliver to deliver. It's time for Ed Oliver to be an impact playmaker, to be a difference maker to command a higher percentage of the snaps. He's entering year three. 
No longer a young player. No longer acclimating. He has to perform like a top 10 NFL draft pick. I think it's okay to acknowledge the last two years of Ed Oliver and say there's been some really exciting flashes, but he hasn't necessarily been an impact defender. So you can be low on what Ed Oliver has shown you, but acknowledge some of the reasons why and be hopeful that year three is that season where everything comes together. If the Bills are going to have a difference maker on the defensive line, it's going to be at Oliver. He's the guy that has the talent, that's young, that has the athleticism, the traits to be a game wrecker, to be the type of defensive lineman that other teams don't want to deal with. And we need to see that happen in year three. We saw eh, moments as a rookie. We saw moments last year. But it's time for him to deliver the promise of being a top 10 NFL draft pick. So, time to stand and deliver. Like I said, it's okay to be a little bit disappointed with that Oliver. But now it's up to Ed Oliver to reach his ceiling and show what he's going to be in the NFL. The Bills are pretty tight when it comes to salary cap. They have some question marks about who they can bring back and who they're going to have to let go. And they're picking 30th in the draft. If the Bills are going to get better, to me, a lot of that is going to come from players on the roster getting better. Ed Oliver playing like a top 10 NFL draft pick. Tremaine Edmonds being a high-caliber impact linebacker. Cody Ford becoming a solid starter for the team. A.J. Epinesa taking a step forward. I'm not sure it's going to be so much about what they bring into the building. It's guys inside the building getting better, and I think the poster child for that this year, the guy that I'm looking at the most is Ed Oliver in addition to those other players. Big year ahead for Ed Oliver. He's got the talent. Now it's time for him to deliver on that promise. Let's talk about Vernon Butler. 2020 free agent signing, 26 years old. He turns 27 in June. He's entering year two of a two-year $15 million deal. The Bills can cut Vernon Butler and free up $6.8 million in salary cap space. In 2020, he played in 14 games with nine starts, played 40% of the team's defensive snaps, had zero sacks, five tackles for loss, and 15 pressures. As far as his 2020 review, I would say that I was disappointed in Vernon Butler, but Butler was the player he's always been. Every year for his career, he's logged 13 to 16 pressures, and every year he has like zero or one sack. And in 2019, he happened to convert six of his 15 pressures into sacks. A lot like Jordan Phillips, right? Where Jordan Phillips, we know, is not a 10-sack-a-year guy, but he was able to convert a lot of his pressure into sacks at a clip that was unsustainable, and that's what the Bills got from, or that's what the Panthers got from Vernon Butler in 2019, and now he's he entered free agency with a, a six-sack season under his belt and 
parlayed that into a, a decent deal from the Bills, two years, $15 million. I think he's a below-average run defender. And in totality, he's kind of an average rotational defensive lineman that was grossly overpaid last year. He carries that former first-round pick label, which I think gives him more chances. If he was a fifth or a sixth-round pick or something like that, you know, Vernon Butler's not going to get a deal that pays him, on average, you know, $7.5 million a season. And the Bills have the opportunity to get out of this deal and save $6.8 million against the cap. So for my 2021 outlook, my question is, will he be back? Especially with the return of Star Latulale. Is this a very obvious course for the Bills to cut him and free up nearly $7 million? Or is there a restructure opportunity? Because if Vernon Butler hits the open market, I'm not sure he's going to have much of a market, to be honest with you. So does he take a lesser salary with more guaranteed money and comes back on a lower price tag? You know, these are the types of opportunities and decisions Brandon Bean is going to have to make here with the cap that, you know, could be as low as 175 million. Maybe we get to 180, 185. We'll find out soon enough. But in either case, the team has to figure out some cap space because Daryl Williams and Matt Milano and John Feliciano and Isaiah McKenzie and Andre Roberts and a long list of important free agents exist. Plus, you may want to bring a player in. You got to sign your draft class. You need to have some money to play with during the season. You going to commit this type of cap space to Vernon Butler, who has more than proven who he is in the NFL at this point? He wouldn't be back for me unless it's under a considerable pay cut because I need the cap space and Vernon Butler is who he is at this point in the NFL. You guys got to try Built Bar and if you haven't yet, now is the time. It's the best tasting protein bar on the planet and they just dropped the new coconut brownie chunk flavor and folks, this thing's delicious. Perhaps their best bar yet. If you like the cookie dough chunk Built Bar, then you will love the coconut brownie chunk it's made with dark chocolate, coconut, and real brownie chunks. And folks, it doesn't get much better than that. And it's healthy for you, just like all these Built Bars. They taste great, they have awesome texture, and they're healthy. Just 150 calories, 15 grams of protein, and only 7 grams of sugar in this delicious coconut brownie chunk Built Bar. It's a limited time flavor, so don't miss your opportunity to try this thing. Get it today. It will be gone tomorrow. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use our promo code LOCKEDON. It'll get you 20% off your next order. Let's talk about Quinton Jefferson. 2020 free agent signing. 27 years old. He turns 28 in March. Entering year two of a two-year $13.5 million deal. The Bills can cut Quinton Jefferson for a savings of $6.5 million against the salary cap. In 2020, he played in 16 games with four starts, played 50% of the team's total defensive snaps on the year, collected three sacks, three tackles for loss, and 27 pressures. In 2020, as far as his review goes, I would say, yeah, I like what he gave as a pass rusher, but I wanted more out of him in terms of run defense. And I acknowledge that Star Latulale not being 
available put Quentin Jefferson in way too many situations where he's playing one tech. And that's not what his skill set is. He's not a he's not a guy that you play in the A gap and ask him to anchor and occupy space and keep the second level clean. He's an athletic guy that uh, needs to be in a penetration style role. And he was out of position. And so I'm not surprised that he didn't have a very good year defending the run. And I thought he delivered a lot of what I hoped he would in terms of rushing the passer. And if you think about using him optimally, which is next to Ed Oliver on passing downs, that's a really good pair of pass rushing defensive tackles. But you didn't get those opportunities because you have to figure out your rotation in ways that you didn't plan on, and now he's playing over the center one technique quite frequently. So as far as my 2020 outlook, the first question that I have is, will he be back? Because the Bills need cap space, and they can let him go for $6.5 million in savings. I'd like to have him back. I think there's something to this player. He's got athleticism and if he's in the right role, I think he can make an impact and he provides some versatility and can play a little bit on the edge. So maybe you look at another opportunity here to restructure the deal, get him more in a pass rush, attack style, penetration style role, package him with Ed Oliver on passing downs, and you're going to have a really nice pair of interior rushers. Unfortunately, that wasn't able to fully happen like I'm sure they hoped it would this year, but he was still a pretty effective pass rusher. Again, the run defense wasn't there. Let's get into Harrison Phillips, a 2018 third-round pick of the Buffalo Bills. 25 years old. He turns 26 in January, so he's new to being 25 years old. He's entering year four of a four-year, $3.3 million deal. The Bills can release Harrison Phillips for a savings of $950,000. In 2020, he played in 12 games with three starts, played on 32% of the team's total defensive snaps, had zero sacks, zero tackles for loss, and 12 pressures. As far as his review goes, I think we have to acknowledge that he was working back from his second major knee injury in a short period of time. And so early in the season, He wasn't really able to make much of an impact. I thought he played better later in the season, and hopefully that was more of a glimpse of what we can expect from Phillips next year. I think at the end of the day, he's a rotational defensive lineman that is ideally your backup one technique, the guy that can spell Star Latulale when the Bills need a different body in the game on a rundown. I don't think he's ever going to be a high upside pass rusher. Obviously, he plays the game really hard. He's a team leader, was the uh, team's representative for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. You love what he means to the community and the locker room and the fan base. All of those things are great benefits of having Harrison Phillips on your football team. I'm just not sure he's ever going to be a super dynamic player. I think he's a rotational defensive lineman. And That'll be fine for next year. The Bills will need him to be in that type of a role, but um, I don't know that I look at him as like a core piece of the roster, 
Um, you know, he's a third round pick, and so you kind of hope that he can become that. And in some ways, he has. But as far as making an impact on Sundays, I'm not sure he's that type of guy. So your backup one technique, a rotational type player, and hopefully with Starla Tulele back in the fray, he can play um, behind him and uh, benefit from Star being back in the mix. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL seasons are in full swing. And BetOnline.ag even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline.ag has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head on over to the website BetOnline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit by using our promo code Locked on again, betonline.ag promo code locked on for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Let's talk about Starla Tulele. You guys remember this guy? Signed that big five year, $50 million deal. Everybody was down on him, said he doesn't make any plays, he's just a run stuffer, doesn't have value. All right, things started to switch a little bit in 2019, made a few plays. The value was seen a bit more, and then 2020 happened, and all we hear is the Bills have got to find a run stopper, and his his presence in the lineup was missed. Let's break him down. A 2018 free agent signing, 31 years old. He turns 32 in December. He's entering year one of a restructured three-year $18.6 million deal, if the Bills release Star Latule, they would lose $4.2 million in cap space. There is no benefit to releasing Star Latule. Obviously, in 2020, he didn't play. He opted out of the season. And in doing so, I think his appreciation and value to the team, from the fans at least, has certainly grown. And at the trade deadline, there was a lot of people hopeful that the Bills would make a move for a one technique. People wanted the Bills to sign Snacks Harrison. I see Bills Mafia members on Twitter all day long right now tweeting about nose tackles like Tyler Shelvin or Aleem McNeil from North Carolina State. I think the fan base here is really warmed up to this type of player. So hopefully he's back next year. He should be. And... What's interesting about this is I think we have to temper our expectations a little bit because Star is a good player and he fills that role of an unselfish one technique that helps keep the second level clean and he'll maintain his ground and you know maintain his run fits and all that type of stuff. But he's never been like an elite player at doing that. He's been a pretty good one technique. And the Bills could have used a pretty good one technique last year. So he's back in the mix. But I want to be careful not to lead people to believe that him being back in the mix just solves all the problems with the defensive line. It helps. 
They get that big-bodied presence to defend the run. It will be helpful to the linebackers to deal with less contact as they trigger downhill and fill. It will help even out the rotation and you know let guys play in their more natural spots. But Star Latule isn't going to make everything okay. He doesn't fix everything. He's not going to make the group better at rushing the passer and finishing pressures and turning those into sacks. He doesn't provide edge rush. He's a pretty good one technique. So let's let's just remember him as that and expect him to do that. I think the biggest thing that he does for the team is obviously run defense, but again, you can kind of get your rotation and your your groupings squared away because you have this more natural one technique as opposed to having, you know, guys like Quentin Jefferson play in a role that's for a Star Latuloy. So that's where his value comes. But let's let's just keep things in perspective here when it comes to Star. Justin Zimmer, a 2020 free agent signing. He's 28 years old. He turns 29 in October. He's entering year two of a two-year, $1.67 million deal. In 2020, he played in 12 games with zero starts, played 26% of the team's defensive snaps on the year. He had one sack, three tackles for loss, and 20 pressures. As far as his 2020 review, I think you have to love what the Bills got from Justin Zimmer, guy that was more of a practice squad player, guy that's been in the league since 2016, and before this year, he played a total of 39 snaps for his career. But he wound up playing 275 snaps for the Bills in 2020 and I think provided Buffalo with a sound rotational defensive tackle. Obviously, the the highlight of the year was his massive fumble recovery against the Patriots that led to that win. And, you know, look, he's not like a, a super dynamic player that is going to take over games, but... If you're looking for a guy that could play 15 to 25% of the defensive snaps, you know, be that extra guy at three technique. You know, if you want to have Ed Oliver and Quentin Jefferson as your two primary players there, this is that guy that you have in your back pocket that you love as quality depth that's now been part of your program for a little bit. You know, I think he can come back next year and, and do more of the same. You know, Vernon Butler's gone, but Star Latulale's back. You know, there's still a, a place for Justin Zimmer to get some playing time. So I, I, I'm intrigued by him in that role. And my goodness, you know, Justin Zimmer is a freak athlete. I mean, you see some of his effort and pursuit. This guy can cover some ground. He's really quick and explosive. Obviously, he has some work to do technically. And if he was technically refined to go with his athleticism, like then you'd have a really special player. But um as your as your you know third three tech, you can do a whole lot worse than Justin Zimmer, who at least gives you some juice and athleticism off the bench. So let's look at this group as a whole. Ed Oliver's gonna be back. Harrison Phillips Star Latulale, we hope, is back. Yeah, Vernon Butler and Quinton Jefferson, who have interesting contract situations. I'm much higher on Jefferson than I am Butler. You know, on one hand, if you keep five defensive tackles, it could be Oliver, Star, Quinton Jefferson, Harrison Phillips, and Justin Zimmer. That could be the room. 
That could be the room. Now, if you add a player in free agency or the draft, that certainly could make things look different here. But as the Bills prioritize needs with limited cap space and you know low draft picks, it'll be interesting to see how they attack this position. We know that they care about it. Since McBean has taken over, they've kept working this group, and there's been a lot of different players, and they've invested a high draft pick, and at Oliver, they talk about how the defense is, um, is one up front, and uh, they talk about how these defensive tackles are players that have to be unselfish and, you know, look, it's a, it's an important position for this team. So that makes it fascinating to see how Brandon Bean chooses to attack it this offseason because there's a chance you add Star Latula to the mix, you subtract Vernon Butler, and this is the group. Or you let a couple guys go, you – invest a reasonably high pick, maybe you sign somebody, and you shake things up and uh, see what can happen. But the key here, folks, at Oliver, I don't want to rehash everything I said at the beginning of the podcast, but it's time for him to become an upper echelon defensive tackle in the NFL. That'll be the difference for this defensive tackle position next year. If if Ed Oliver's only as good as we've seen in his first two seasons, That'll be okay, but he won't be a difference maker. And he won't fill the promise of being a top 10 draft pick. He's the key to this group. That's where this group gets better. It's Star Latulay coming back, and Ed Oliver reaches his ceiling in year three. That'll do it for us today here on the podcast for this week here on the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I always appreciate uh, you guys giving me your ear and allowing me to talk Buffalo Bills football for you each and every day. So uh, if for some reason you haven't subscribed, please do so. As always, I kindly ask that you rate, review, and share the podcast. Have a great weekend. It's the first one in a long, long time where there's no football. So, uh, you know, get some projects done around the house. Spend some time with the family. Throw something on the grill. Have a good time. Enjoy yourself. And I'll be back again for you on Monday.